It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yes, that's right. And uh, I've got to say, when I was a young kid, uh, about 17, I used to live in Wellington and cruise around to this bloke's house every morning. <laughs> Um, get some toast made by his wife and sit down and watch the old VHS tapes of the State of Origin alongside this great man, um, Kenny Laban, who joins us on the line now. Morning, Ken. How are you this morning? Yeah, morning, boys. Yeah, very good, thank you. Uh, That's good. Hey, mate, I want to go straight to this question because I know you've got an astute mind, especially in both codes. The role of David Kidwell as a defensive coach, but but the role in general that all the other international teams have taken, what's your take on that and how's it affected, I guess, the All Blacks' offence? Well, I think if you look at um, if you look at world rugby um, and you look at um, the list of former rugby league players and coaches that are involved with world rugby, it is a very, very impressive um, list. Now, the name of the England Sevens coach just escapes me, but he's the current uh, World Rugby Coach of the Year. And I think he played um, 170 games uh, in the English Premiership for, I'm not quite sure maybe it was Doncaster um, or not. Uh, then you, you talk about, um, obviously you talk about David Kidwell and then uh, Anthony Seabold, who was at South Sydney, uh, and then at the um, then at the Broncos, we had a horrible time. Just now the defence coach with um, with England. You look at Henry Paul. You look at Mike Ford from Leeds, who I think he played with Kempe uh, as well. Then obviously Sean Edwards. There is a long list of um, of rugby league or prominent rugby league players, and of course the most high profile of all of them is Andy Farrell, who played 370 games for Wigan. Plus, he obviously played for England and Great Britain uh, as well. as a legendary figure in the game. Well, as are Sean Edwards and, um, and the others. So uh, I just want to make the point, firstly, that the relationship between rugby union and rugby league and the coaching and the tactics and the way that they're played, obviously there's some similarity. And in the case of, um, of international coaches at the elite level, clearly there's some synergy um, as well. And bearing in mind, look, just looking at, and I know it's dangerous to take a one-off, 
Bacchetti's influence or David Kimball's influence the Argentina team on the weekend. Let's remember, uh, you've probably talked about this already this morning, <clears throat> the All Blacks had 63% of the ball and 60% of field position. And um, to be honest, they never looked like winning. And David Kidwell, well, you and I both know what he's like. Uh, Kempe, he's a firecracker. Um, he's a hothead. Um, he's aggressive. He's intense. Um, he knows how to fire the boys um, fire the boys up. He knows what works. Uh, none of them were tackling around the legs. They were all going in for the kill. Um, they always had more than one um, going in. They regrouped quickly. Um, they were up and packing, of course, in rugby union. You, you only have to go back to the advantage line, whereas in rugby league, um, where, as you know, the game is broken down ruck by ruck, you've got to go back even further. So I would think he would be loving the opportunity and loving the challenge to be involved. And I don't know if that was his first or second test uh, with the with the Argentina team, but uh, I would think that Michael Checker and the Argentinian organisation would be pretty happy with how they defended on the weekend against the All Blacks. Oh, mate, you heard it from Caleb Clark, running into a brick wall every single time. You did right there, um, Kenny. They were had numbers on their feet, and they had... The way that they were attacking the breakdown, and every no matter what number on the back, they were, get, they were making a difference at the breakdown, but they also had people back on their feet, so it looked like the All Blacks, and they All Blacks had to put three or four in there, so they were losing numbers on attack, and that's why we looked so compressed and, and, and narrow. So if you're Ian Foster this morning, uh, Kenny, and you're going into review, what are you pointing at? Where are you going to go? How can we get any sort of uh, reaction for out of this group because I've touched on it early. I don't think this is Ian Foster's um, uh, down undoing here. Look, he's going to obviously take a bit of the brunt this week, but the players have to take a bit of accountability too because there was some moments there out there that they had control of and they weren't able to control it. So where does Ian Foster go this morning? Because they've got to stand and fight, bro. That's what they have to do. You know, this their tactics of um, trying to shift the ball and you know, there's pods here and uh, and pods there. Surely they would have worked out with all their disappointment and all their frustration um, with their two and four um, wins over losses in the last six games that it's not working. And I would have thought you won't get a more graphic example of um, of that. You know, you uh, you've played in all black teams that have had thirty percent thirty percent of the ball and have won and won comfortably. Um, so I would, and I would think that uh, the fact that they couldn't get through uh, doing what they were doing, uh, if you're looking for a strong indication of the need to change, well, then there it is. You know, it's the old story about the definition of insanity. Um, if you're still going to do the same thing, and with regard um, to those big Argentinian um, forwards, you've just got to stand there and belt them. Um, and as I say, you've, you've got to be more aggressive. You've got to be have more more energy, have more intensity, and you go forward and that off the line them. You know, and I'm sure that their review would have showed that. I'm sure that they would have um, would be able to address that. And I, I would think that, you know, with the greatest respect, mate, some of those senior All Blacks might be coming to the end of their time. Um, and the reality is, you know, as long as you wouldn't, no one says anything. But the minute things start to go a little bit wobbly, then they have doubts about whether you deserve to be there. So you did right individually. Players have to, you know, play tough, play a bit, play a bit boring even. Um, and they need to win the fight physically and mentally in, in around the ruck. Uh, because, you, you know, I don't know if you know Kid Walker, he, he comes from, from Canterbury, but Kemp, you know, I know him well. Um, he's a fantastic guy. 
you know, and he's got all the skills you need of a quality defensive coach. You know, uh, bad temper, aggressive, play the game right, right, right on the edge, and of course, like every other coach at international level, he's a bad loser. <laughs> it, it seems that way, doesn't it, Kenny? You know, like when you're looking at the side, you 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 hit the nail on the head. You're going, come on, guys, just just stand up and own that collision space. It, is it down just that we may be getting to the back end of some some very good um, careers and that they need, need to make the change? Because if you look at the other sides, they're, bl- they're blooding younger guys who are just coming out there and, and not taking too much notice of that all-black aura. Well, two and four in the last six, or even worse, two and six from the last eight. Um, and as Izzy, as Izzy pointed out, there's only 15 blokes out there that can change that. So, um, you know, they take responsibility for the good and they take responsibility for the bad. That's the reality of being in the results-driven business at the elite level. When you've got players earning what they're earning, you know, it's not unreasonable for us to expect them to go out there, do their job and win. And I would have thought with two-thirds of the ball and two-thirds of the field position that, um, you know, time's running short for excuses. They just need to get out there and do the business. And I think if um, if they can show some resilience, and we just saw that in uh, in South Africa in the second test, then uh, we'll take we'll take away some confidence in that. But uh, you know, it's only it's only winning that starts the trend and losing. Yeah, no, you you did right there, um, there, Kenny mate. And, and I know you've been a passionate passionate supporter of Ian Foster, and I myself, I've been I've been backing Fozzie, but he's under so much pressure, mate, and. He can't really seem to get so much right, and and things aren't going his way. So, well, Foster, uh, how does he how does he go about his mahi this week? And he's been very very upfront with everything. He's front of the presser and everything like that. But how does Foster go about his week ahead of him? Well, it can't be easy. Um, mm. It can't be easy. Mate, going in front of the global media four times out of the last six tests and trying to make yep. excuses for pathetic performances. Um, you know, the expectation of the All Blacks historically, I think, is 78% wins over losses. So to be in the situation for them, not only is it foreign territory, Ryan Foster, it's foreign territory for the fans um, and for the game. Um, and obviously there's an argument from a global point of view that uh, the All Blacks getting beaten is good. Good's good for the world game, and it is. You know, because it means that there's more uncertainty in games. It makes the matches compelling. Everybody knows and, um, and believes that, well, not only know, they believe they have a chance. Now, in Argentina, have showed in the last couple of years, you know, given how lowly they have been, really, by comparison to the All Blacks and World Rugby, that if you turn up with the right attitude and turn up with an aggressive attitude in defence, you can beat the All Blacks in New Zealand. Um, Ireland have done that, and now Argentina have done that with the same formula. You know, big guys banging hard in the middle of the ruck. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a for for a defensive um, coach in rugby league, it's pretty easy to see that you, you've got to come up with some tough blokes to try and beat that type of um, speed of line that they, they all those teams are bringing there. Ken, you, t- you touched on the fans there, and it's been a big. Uh, a big chat this morning on the radio. Where, where do you think the fans are at, um, given that they've never been in this position before? Well, if you use... I'm not saying that social media is the ultimate measure, but um, you certainly get an indication how the community feels um, about things. And, you know, their view is that they're used to seeing... They're used to seeing the All Blacks win. They're used to the All Blacks being successful. Um, and they're used to... Um, um, seeing all black coaches 
be better, smarter, and more informed than their counterparts. And um, given the results which speak for themselves, they're not seeing that from the All Blacks. So, you know, the majority of people on social media and even in mainstream media have been calling for um, calling for Ian Foster's head. And I think if they were going to remove him, they were more likely to do that against after the South African series than they were against Argentina. So, uh, I don't think his future's any doubt. I think they've made that they've made that decision. Um, he's the one principally that's now got the responsibility to try to find a way out um, and lead the All Blacks back to the promised land. Um, whether they can do that, well, we need to wait and see. But I don't think speculating about a future, which is an easy thing to do, uh, particularly on social media, um, is, is going to help. He will know. He'll look at the numbers. He'll he'll look at the stats. If he's you know, is he going to be brave enough to put a question mark and have the tough conversation with Sam Kane? Uh, what does that say about Sam Whitelock, who's been a wonderful servant, but he operates and plays the game in the middle? These guys are you know they're regarded as legends of the game. Um, and they are given their contribution and success, you know. But um, even the brilliant grow old. Yeah, no, I think that's the thing too, there, Kenny. He's going to have to make some brave calls this week, not only in, in certain positions, but uh, positions that have been well held by uh, players that have been around for for a very, very long time. Quickly, just before we let you go, where does this All Blacks loss do the most damage? Is it to the All Blacks brand, our national pride, grassroots interest in the game? or the perception of New Zealand rugby? Well, I think I don't think it's going to hurt the game at the grassroots um, level. You know, I just... Uh, most rugby clubs, and there's, what, 600 of them across New Zealand, servicing 145,000 um, players and um, and family. I know that, you know, here in Wanuamata, they just wrapped up the junior prize giving or standing room only um, on the weekend. So, you know, I think our kids and our volunteers who are the most important asset in any um, in any sport are still going to be there year in and year out um, as long as the kids have a passion for the sport. But I definitely think from a global point of view, from a revenue sponsorship, date-taking is an appeal. And, you know, um, I called the afternoon game on um, on Saturday on, um, on Sky, the Shield game. And, um, you know, I was getting instructions through to promote the... Tickets are still available for the test at Orange Theory um, Stadium. So, you know, the All Blacks are hurting their own brand um, with their results, aren't they? They are. They are. I went through the brand and Kempi alluded to the perception of New Zealand Rugby Board and what's been happening in the back room. It's been a bit of a bit of a shambles here, Kenny. But, mate, we appreciate you coming on the show. And just quickly, I've had a message from Mark. He says, can you ask Kenny Laban if he thinks any team out of the top four in the NRL could make the grand final? If so, who? Well, um, I have a feeling that um, the Panthers, who have played so well um, without Luay and uh, Nathan Cleary, uh, and they're both due back in the next couple of weeks, um, are going to be a major threat. They're going to be fresh. Uh, and look how well they're going without those, without those players, and they're still able to win. So, you know, I think it's the Panthers' title to lose. Bang, the Panthers' title to lose. There you go, Mark. Appreciate you coming on, Ken Laban. Absolute pressure, uh, well, pleasure having you on our show, mate. Thank you so much, Kenny, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. No worries, boys. There he is, Jeez, Ken Laban. Pretty on the, on the money me. with everything. He's He's got a connection to the community too, and that's one thing that Kenny has, a real connection back to grassroots there, uh, uh, Kempi. But, mate, um, 
Yeah, Fozzie is going to have to make the hard calls this week. I'm pretty sure we're going to see some changes, aren't we? Yeah, look, I think Ken hit the nail on the head there when he talked about, you know, maybe some, some of the, the careers that have been lingering. It's time to look mm. at it and, and blood some fresh players in here. It's actually not a bad time when you think about it to blood those players too because you're sitting so far down the rankings. Um, you can always go back to that leading into the World Cup if you needed to bring some of that seniority back here. But if you have a look at what's happening around the world, people are just you know getting on with it and, and changing their teams around Australia, Argentina. You know they're bringing in that that uh, young Irish team. They're bringing players in who they just know will get out there and do a job. And um, he touches on David Kidwell's attitude. Look, defence is all about attitude, is he? We know we know that. And what he does, Kitty, when when he played, was always showed up defensively with a really good attitude. Mm-hmm. And you saw that from the Argentinians on the weekend. So, may I just what Fozzie does from here on in. If I was to have five seconds with him, I'd say go and get a league defensive coach. 100%. Bite the bullet, stop mucking around with what you've got and go and get a league defensive coach. Beautiful, Kempe. David Kidwell, who's the one that snapped Willie Mason in half after kickoff? Willie Mason disrespected the hucker yeah. and he paid dearly for it. <laughs> I always remember that. That was a big hit. Anyway, that was Kenny Laban, pretty on the money. We'll come back and going to read some messages. Also, we're going to catch up with Paulie Muate for our TAB live catch-up. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great supporters. Great savings every day. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.